0: Welcome back to Twigs on the Rocks. I'm Leo Blonner. this is Dave Lovitch, and since the season started this past week, we are so, so, so excited to bring you this episode uh, about the first week of the season. We're going to be doing these episodes weekly, pretty much about about the same format each time. Uh, if there's anything you want to change, just let us know. We're pretty open to change. But, you know, for this, it's about this. We're going to be going over some news, storylines, points, leaders, standings, our lineups of the week, and some very hot and spicy takes. Abe, want to get started with the news?
1: Yeah, but quick mention right before the way to get into contact with us. If you have any suggestions for us, is to DM us on Instagram at twigs twigs on the rocks podcast. All right, but let's get into the news. So the Dallas Stars have yet to play a game because. Almost their entire team has been out for COVID for this past week. And then the Hurricanes got struck with COVID last night. So their game against the Predators has been postponed. That really sucks because they've been, they opened the season pretty dominant. And now they just hit a, a little rock, but we'll see how they bounce back from this.
0: Yeah. Uh, moving on. Willie O'Ree Day was on the 18th. Uh, obviously that was the first day 63 years ago that he broke the color barrier in the NHL. So for this whole week, teams will wear a decal on their helmets uh, commemorating Willie
1: Reed Day. Yeah, a great player and a great advocate. I Also, a lot of recent signings has happened. Corey Schneider signed a one-year deal with the Oilers. Aaron Dell was claimed by the Leafs. And then, and then there was a trade between the Minnesota Wild and the Colorado Avalanche. Ian Cole was traded to Minnesota, and Greg Pattern went to the Avs.
0: Yeah, I mean... A lot of minor moves, you know, early season stuff. Uh, we might see a little more of this, but moving on, big injury here. Oliver ekman Larson is out around four months – or sorry, four weeks after a hit from Vander Kane, an upper body injury. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a bad hit. I kind of feel bad for OEL, having him on fantasy. So I'm a disappointed. Kim Stusla and Patrick Laine both have minor injuries and won't play each other. Yeah, uh Stu scored his first goal a couple days ago. It was a beauty. Um, yeah, just sucks team injured. Glad it's not a long-term injury, only short term.
1: Yeah, and that's definitely going to be a big hit for the coyotes as their captain goes down. But um in other news, Oilers fans actually made a petition to get Alex Chason off the power play. Cause I guess they weren't happy with what he's been doing. So like but like as a fan base, that's kinda sad to make a whole petition to get a player off, but, well, they already did, and I doubt it's going to do anything, though. I thought it was kind of funny. I'm not going to lie.
0: You know, the Oilers, they're not doing too hot. You know, the fans got to take action, you know, (laughs) see what happens. Yeah, and the Bruins have not scored a five-on-five goal yet. Uh, That ties them for the league low with the Dallas Stars, who have not played a game yet. Uh, the Bruins are 1-1-1, one, one, and one, which means that they won a game, lost one in overtime, and then lost in regulation. And I'm a little surprised that they're not 0-2-1 or 0-3-0, just because how bad their offense has been. They're really missing Pasternak and Kasha got injured, so they're moving to Brusque up to the top line, right wing, just really mixing stuff around, getting a lot of their young guys in there, like studnika Frederick. Uh, yeah, just... Kind of sucks for them. And uh, funny story here Dylan Larkin gives his family tickets to Zach Wierenski when they were playing the Blue Jackets. So, or sorry, so first, the Red Wings players can each get or can each give tickets to their families to come to the games. There's only people that are allowed to be there in attendance. Uh, Dylan Larkin was very, very fortunate. Or, or sorry, not fortunate. Dylan Larkin was a very nice. And gave his tickets to Zach Lorensky, who used the tickets, gave them to his family. Great, great story. You know, and you'd think they'd be all nice and friendly, whatever, but nah. They got into
1: a fight during the game, so it's pretty <laughs> funny. Uh, yeah, that's pretty funny, but uh, enough for news. Let's move on to lineup of the week. It's where we're each going to give who we think has been performing the best for this week for each position and for our dream lineup so far. Like... For me, at center, I have John Tavares. He's been dominant with the Leafs so far. And I he has six points, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, he's been pretty good. Also, Shvek, he of the Canes sucks that he's going to miss this game but tonight. But he's been on fire so far. I, I have him in fantasy. He's been doing quite well for me. And definitely a good thing. Then also, Taylor Hall has been shining in Buffalo. I have him. Also on that lineup, he's been doing really well, connecting with Jack Eichel a lot. And then also on defense, I have Petri and Matt Dumba. Both have been dominant forces for each of their teams. And definitely Petri's been helping the Habs do great. And Matt Dumba's been pretty solid on defense. One of the best so far this week. And then goalie is an obvious choice. If Like it's Varlamov. He has played two games, shut out in both, has yet to allow a goal so far. He's been just so dominant, it's hard not to pick him.
0: Yeah, my lineup of the week is pretty similar. We got the same defenseman, same goalie, obviously, Varlamov playing lights out early on. But center, I got Eichel. He's just playing phenomenal. Ton of assists, really playing well with Hall. I think those two are perfect for each other. Maybe convince him to stay in Buffalo. Who knows? Maybe the Hall sign was really, really good. Stamkos moving up to wing with uh, Kucherov out. So he's playing really well with point. That line's producing a lot of uh, goals, assists. So good for him. Right wing got Mark Stone. He's also playing really, really well. So, yeah, it's would most of it pretty uh, switchable. And, yeah, back end's the same. So is Varlamov. He played less out, as I said, again this week. Uh, but they do have one loss. The Islanders do with Sororkin when he played in goal. When Varlamov got hit in the neck during warm-ups,
1: that kind of sucked for them. They
0: got whooped by the Rangers. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but it's obviously – this has been one week. It's been really early. It's hard to tell who's going to be this good later in the season. And so many of the guys here are so interchangeable. Mm-hmm. And as we're talking about early uh,
0: early people, early players doing well, we're going to go over the point leaders first. With six, we got tied for first, Marner, Tavares, Hurdle, Hall, and Eichel. Five uh, – sorry, with five points, we got a couple people tied. We got Sveshnikov, McDavid, Konechny, Petrie, Stamkos, Nylander, Stone, and Dreisart. So they're all playing super well early in the season, all
1: hot starts. Yeah. Yeah. Personally, I'm a little bit surprised to see Hurdle up there, but I think it's good for the Sharks. It's good for him. He's been playing really well. And now let's go on to the goals. Um, Mitch Marner, John Tavares, Hurdle, Schweck, McDavid, Kuchani, Matt Comtois, Max Pacioretty, Thomas Tatar, Bobby Ryan, Kessel, and Philip Folesberg always all have three goals. And so a lot of people lead. Early Richard candidates, it's all looking a little hazy still because it's been like three or four games for each team. It's hard, really hard to tell.
0: I mean, my prediction, Alex Ovechkin, not up there. A little disappointing, but I, I mean, I can't see all these guys winning. Uh, I could see some of them like Tavares, Svechnikov, McDavid. Um, yeah. So, Pasta coming in in a month. Got some catching up to do. Some goals. Yeah. Here.
1: Yeah, and my pick of Matthews for the Rashard. His line mates are scoring goals, but he doesn't seem to be. Yeah, I mean he he's racking up the assist, playing well.
0: So yeah. We're gonna move on. Save percentage. We got uh, Varlamov and Georgiev tied at a perfect one thousand or 1.000. We got backup goalie for the Capitals, Vanchek at a point nine six eight. Uh, he was supposed to be third string, but then obviously Lundqvist got the heart thing, and yeah, my prayers out to Lundqvist. Uh, next Jake Allen with a. and the next UC Stars with a 0.960. Right now, they're all playing really well. Seeing a couple backups in there. It's not too unexpected. They get less reps, so the numbers could be
1: more skewed, either higher or lower. Yeah, we're going to move on to the standings. All right, let's get stuff with the Honda West Division, because every division is sponsored this season in First place, the Vegas Golden Knights up there. They have yet to lose or to go to over or to lose in overtime. They got six points, three wins. Then St. Louis in second with two wins and a loss. Then the Minnesota Wild is up there with also two wins and a loss. Then the Arizona Coyotes at 1-1-1, and three points. Then Anaheim, 1-1-1 at three points. Colorado taking a dip early on at one one and one and one and zero with two points. They've obviously played less games though. Then the Kings with just two overtime losses with two points. And then San Jose coming in with one win and two losses at two points.
0: Yeah. um, I mean, a little surprising here, but again, I mean, it's been three games in the season. You can't really judge them. Move on to the central division. We got Tampa in first with four points, Nashville in second with four points. Carolina in third with four points. Florida in fourth with two points. Detroit in fifth with two points. Columbus in sixth with two points. Dallas, who has not played a game, in seventh with zero points. And Chicago, 0-3-0 for a grand total of zero points. Um, Wow.
1: Chicago sucks. i have some uh, hot takes about them later. Yeah, we'll get into them later. But next, let's move on to the Mass Mutual East. The Capitals are leading with five points. The Flyers with four, then Flyers, four points. Then the Islanders with four points. And then the New Jersey Devils are in fourth right now with three points. Then Boston Bruins with three, Rangers with two, Buffalo Sabres with two, and then Pittsburgh still with two. So th- this division, I see them as really close. A-, a lot of the games here have been close. And it's just been, It's a, I think this is a tough division.
0: Yeah, a lot of games have been very entertaining. A lot of great teams here. I could really see six, maybe seven teams that make the playoffs. Sorry, Devils, but I don't think it will happen, but it's possible. Well, they've been looking pretty good so far. I just think the Bruins have been looking pretty bad. I'm not going to lie. But yeah, no, that's play fair. Games, so we'll see. Yeah, I mean, nothing nothing too special here. It's been three games, can really judge? Move on to the North Division. First, we got Toronto with six points. Next, we got Montreal with five points. Uh, and third, we got Calgary with five points. Fourth, you know, a big uh, dip here from third to fourth. We got Ottawa, surprisingly, with two points. Winnipeg in fifth with two. Edmonton sixth with two. And Vancouver in seventh with two. This division, I mean, really a lot can happen. There's only seven teams, so there's there might be one team not, like, squeeze in the playoffs. Not really too, too, too good, so. Yeah, I mean, again, it's only been three games this season. Have I said like four times? So I guess these don't really matter too much. But we're gonna move on to the hot takes.
1: Yeah, well, right, right before um, t- Toronto has played four games while everyone else in the north has either played three or two. No, and well, well, Edmonton and Vancouver have also played two, but Hepford's still, uh, yes, that's what I meant. Four games, losing three of them each. So yeah, all right, let's move yeah, on, on to the hot takes. Hot for them. Yeah. yeah, I'll I'll give one take quick. Um, last week I said that the Buffalo Sabers were not were gonna pretty fall hard in, in this tough division, but I think I'm gonna take them back. Yes, they're low in the standings as of right now with so low games played, but what Taylor Hall is doing in Buffalo, I see that as perfect. With especially with Jack Eichel, they're scoring goals, they're making plays. I could see them really cruising once they really get their game going. And then all Buffalo needs is to get Olmark and Carter Hood on to, to just become more solid, more in their rhythm. And once they get there, which I believe that they can, they are going to be a playoff team. They might not be first in the East because of how good that division is, but they are going to be a really good this season. That's, that's just my hot take. We'll see if it flops or not. I think it's going to be worth it.
0: I mean, they did beat Philly by a good amount yesterday, so maybe, maybe. Whoa, a good whoa, amount whoa. is an
1: understatement. Yeah. But yeah.
0: Uh, I I could see it happening, although the East is just very, very good. So I'm not sure. Uh, One of my hot takes is that Chicago will lose more than 42 regulation games. This is about, or sorry, this is three quarters of it. So I'm not saying losing overtime, losing regulation, the middle column. They will have at least the number 42 in there because they are that bad. They do not have goaltending. They have Malcolm Subban starting, who was a Bruins first round pick on the early 2010s. And he's not panned out. He is not good at all. He is just terrible in the Blackhawks team. Missing Kirby Dock, they are just not very good. I'm sorry. like they, they suck. There's nothing else to say about it. They suck. For reference, last year's Red Wings lost 49 out of 71 games which is about 69%. So I do think this team will be
1: worse. Wow. That is a hot take. Like I definitely see Chicago as being terrible, but that's pretty extreme. But another one I have is that the Toronto Maple Leafs, even though they're having a pretty good start, that they are going to slow down and end up as last in the Eastern division. Like I, Oh yeah. I meant to say the North and like, their first line is popping off out of as of right now, but Joe Thornton's older. Like, I see them slowing down. They've made a few moves. I don't think that the Aaron Dell signing will be worth it when they start him goal. I think those are going to be big risk. And honestly, I feel like Jack Campbell is one of the most overrated goalies. Many people are going to disagree with me on this take, but the Leafs are going to go down hard.
0: Uh, Yeah, I mean, they don't have Aaron Dell anymore. He's in New Jersey, so. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. It kind of sucks for them. I mean, I mean they kind of had to put him on waivers. But, oh, well. No, I I don't think it'll happen. It, but, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a hot take. So, we'll, we'll see. My next hot take, speaking of goalies, Tuka Rask, best goal in the NHL. I'm sorry, Vasilevsky, the analytics are not on your side here. Tuka Rask, I understand he doesn't have the best numbers, but the Bruins should be 0-2-1. Right? He saved them so many times in their win against the Devils. The Bruins, what they the Bruins thought process with under 10 seconds left is oh, why don't we push everyone up, play zero defense, and see what happens. And guess what happens? Every single time they let up a breakaway. Like, hey, this had, going back to last season, going back to two seasons ago, they, they lost to Igor Sveshnikov's score game-winning breakaway at the end when they lost an overtime. The Devils with one second left, to Karas made a huge save on the Devils um at the end of overtime regulation. Like what happens is the Bruins every single time it's under five, 10 seconds, they go, they push everyone up, and I'm like, oh god, here we go again. The shot gets blocked, or the shot get, or the pass gets intercepted, and they go all the way back. And Tuka Rask has to bail them out. Tuka rask is the best goal in the NHL. I'm so sorry. He's just he's the best. I'm sorry. The numbers might not be there early on, but I think he's the best goal in the NHL. Next take: Ottawa Senators will make the playoffs. Okay. You know, Toronto. They're three and one. They're playing well, but they did lose to Ottawa. Ottawa is playing well. Vancouver, Edmonton, they're not playing well. They kind of got a beat out Winnipeg. Maybe Calgary. Uh yeah, so I think they can sneak in there. I think
1: it's a possibility. It's definitely possibility with with the way Stu let do is playing. But um thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Abe Lovich. This is Leo Blonner, and we are Twigs on the Rocks and have a great night.